I'm your host, David Nage. This is Baselayer, where institutional investors come to learn about crypto. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Baselayer podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of ARCA, where David Nage is a principal. ARCA is not responsible and does not verify for accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast series available for listening. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. The podcast series does not constitute financial advice or other professional advice or services. Please do your own research. This is David and this is your new episode of Base Slayer. Lucky to have our co-founder and CEO of Evaluate Markets with us today, Christian Dittmeyer. Christian, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you, David. Great to have you with us. Uh, Evaluate Markets is a portfolio company of Endeavor, our venture fund at ARCA. Uh, We were lucky to meet Christian and the team over the last few months. Uh, They are building a perennial marketplace and analytic platform for those that are participating in the world of NFTs. Uh, This is a place that we think is really important uh, as there is massive barriers to entry when getting into this world of NFTs um, beyond just obviously the the easy one with wallets and with obviously digital assets, just in terms of things like valuations. How do you know if you see an NFT uh, on a specific marketplace? How do you know if it's actually the fair value of it? Uh, lots of different things. And there is obviously lots for us to talk about how Evaluate is doing that. But Christian, before we do that, what we like to do on the show, as many people know, is we like to find out about what the founder or the team did before they were able to form their current company and project. So Christian, what did you do before Evaluate Markets and how did you get the idea for it? Sure. So yeah, me, uh, Cody and Alex started Evaluate Market last year in February. We met each other 10 years ago playing Xbox Live. So we all used to play Halo 3 when we were younger, and we'd meet up in Texas uh, and, and kind of just kept up through the years. Uh, in terms of my backgrounds, I worked at Rapid7 before this as like a data analyst slash data engineer. Uh, before that, I worked at Iora Health, uh, which was recently acquired by One Medical. Um, so an earlier stage healthcare startup doing similar things, just data analysis uh, determining like, you know, can we predict which patients are going to incur more expenses, things like that. Uh, I also spent time as at an asset valuation firm, uh, oddly enough for, for physical inventory, uh, and then did state banking regulation. Uh, and then in terms of my co-founders, Cody, uh, worked in oil and gas. Uh, he lives out in Houston, uh, a ton of work in banking and transaction systems. So he's taken very well to the sort of blockchain analytics and, and he leads our backend. Uh, my other co-founder, Alex Ramirez, he worked at Lockheed Martin, Sandia National Labs, um, mainly as a full stack developer, uh, developing applications um, between like government contracting and then also uh, at a poker startup. Right. And one of the things I always, for years, I've always liked to highlight, if you've heard some of those names like Lockheed, these are people that came from traditional corporations, traditional financial companies, likes of like that. And here they are, lo and behold, building what we obviously define as our future here in the world of Web3, metaverses, and NFTs. So, Christian, what we'd like to do is if you're you know in a room, you know, hypothetically talking to people that Maybe know, obviously, now in today's age, know a little bit about Bitcoin, spent some time to understand what Ethereum is. 
get a sense that they have some practical knowledge about what's happening here. How would you describe what Evaluate Markets is to someone that is getting closer to understanding some of the nuances here, but still is far away from kind of understanding the full impact? Yeah, so that, that's a great question. So Evaluate Market is two things. It's an NFT portfolio management application. So you can go and track uh, your wallet, uh, multiple wallets on multiple blockchains across prices that come from different marketplaces. And we also help people find the best deal across marketplaces for Ethereum uh, and Flow NFTs. Uh, so our main focus is help you keep track of your NFTs that you own uh, on different platforms and in different wallets and help you discover new ones that you may be interested in at the best price. So talk to us about the the current quote unquote stack. So right now for those that are you know attempting to try to participate in NFTs, whether they're art NFTs, whether they're sports NFTs, and as I'm sure you and I both understand, what we're seeing today is effectively just the first iteration of NFTs. They obviously will change as time goes as people and as entrepreneurs and innovators look to what the NFT standards have been, there's multiple applications beyond just the obvious that we see today. And that's what happens with technology. But when we think about the stack of today, it is fairly disparate. So in terms of analysis, there's places like Dune Analytics. In terms of you know trading, there's places like NFT Trader. In terms of marketplaces, obviously, there's others out there like OpenSea and Nifty obviously what you're building too. So talk to us about the kind of the current stack and how it's all disparate and kind of what the what the future solutions may be, especially from a value market perspective. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So uh, even before you look at the analytics tools or uh, sort of the application layer, uh, I think it begins for most people at the wallet uh, setup process. Um, and so for most people, you'll have uh, a centralized exchange login like Coinbase where you'll go and you'll buy, let's say it's Ethereum uh, for this case. Uh, then you'll have a, a sort of extension-based wallet like MetaMask, uh, and so you'll have to set that up. Uh, a lot of most people who have a significant amount of assets usually have a uh, a cold wallet like Ledger. So it's a lot to just get started uh, to the point where you can even buy an NFT. And I think there's solutions, uh, you know, uh, whether you look at MoonPay or, or other ones that are trying to make that onboarding process a little bit easier. Uh, but once you get into the NFT world, uh, you have the NFT marketplaces. Uh, you know, I think bigger ones are like OpenSea, um, Rarible, Looks Rare, uh, Coinbase NFT, which which is a little bit newer. Um, and then you know you have sort of uh, Discord and Twitter where where the discussion lives sort of on an island. Uh, external to that, uh, you have analytics tools. Some some of them are specialized for individual projects. Some of them are or more general like ours. And then you know even newer, I think where we kind of fall in is sort of these portfolio resources or uh, aggregators that allow you to find listings across things like Gem and Genie uh, and, and, and what we're looking to build with more of a focus on sort of managing your portfolio and finding new items. So uh, I think for us and, and, and for a lot of companies, the big opportunity is how do we bring some of these pieces together in a way that makes sense for people who are newer to NFTs uh, so that they're not having to learn, you know, if you think of some people who don't even use Discord, uh, a new communication tool, a new marketplace, a new wallet, uh, all to just kind of participate in, in digital assets they, that they care about. Yeah, for everyone who's listening, you know, breaking it down further, you know, imagine if you wanted to try to buy something on Amazon, you had to go to a message board 
to ensure that, you know, the community or the people that were selling it were legit or having to, you know, find out a way to ensure that the price that's showing on Amazon is actually also legit and, and uh, is actually meaningful. You know, it's kind of like we think about these things today. It's just we take it. We, there's obviously, you know, purpose. There's, you know, obviously been time to, you know, create some of that reputation. But that doesn't really exist a lot in the, in the newer world of NFTs. And that's one of the things that was really exciting about what you all are building there. Um, one of the things that I think is also interesting is for people that are trying to get an understanding of where a lot of the NFT action or activity is. Now, I know that obviously you and the team uh, became, you know, deeply, you know, kind of embedded, you know, initially with, um, you know, the team from Flow, which gave us Dapper Labs, which gave us NBA Top Shot in the future roadmap for evaluate markets. And, and if you think about it from a philosophical standpoint, if you will, uh, if you want to get philosophical about NFTs and metaverses, where do you think, you know, from a chain perspective, you know, where do you think some of the activity, you know, may start to really garner more support? Uh, is it Ethereum-based? Is it flow-based? Um, are there other chains like AVAX, like Avalanche, that you think we'll see a lot of activity uh, for NFTs? And as you build out, are you building out for this idea of a multi-chain world where you see NFTs and this type of asset on lots of different chains? Yeah, um, so... We're definite. We definitely have conviction that uh, different blockchains, particularly around NFTs, have, have different use cases, and that uh, we think that people will own NFTs across different uh, blockchain ecosystems. And we think that there's value in sort of allowing people to manage their assets and find assets across different chains. Because what we see with our users is they care a little bit less about the infrastructure side of, of the house in terms of like, where does this NFT live? And more so about like the intellectual property or the artwork. Uh, they want to collect things they're interested in. Um, obviously, it's a little bit tougher if you have sort of this setup process for every single, uh, you know, digital asset across a different chain. Like if I want to collect Solana, I have to set up a Phantom Wallet or an equivalent. Uh, same thing with MetaMask and, and Dapper Wallet. Um, yeah, so you know, on our on, on our side, we want to build tools for people across different chains. We are super optimistic about the Flow blockchain. We do believe that they're building uh, a great solution for commercial applications that want to scale NFTs to hundreds of thousands or millions of users in a way that Ethereum cannot. But that doesn't mean that we're not also optimistic on Ethereum NFTs or C value there. Uh, all of us collect uh, across Ethereum, Flow, Solana, uh, and, and others. So we see a world where where people. Uh, can, can buy assets across different chains and then manage them in a single solution. And, and that really guides our vision in terms of how we build the product uh, and, and what our end goal is. Awesome. I would love to get your, your opinion on this. And this is obviously a little bit of a deviation. I think we've given some people a good idea of what to expect when they kind of come in to evaluate uh, markets. And we'll obviously we'll give them links and we'll give them ways to, you know, obviously check it out. In my opinion, and this has been one I've held for a little while is that, NFTs that give the end user experiences, um, the likes that we've seen from, say, like Candy Digital and some of the others out there, whether they're concert-based NFTs or sports-based NFTs, the ones that also give the user some level of experience, whether that's actually hanging out with the sports team or getting some sort of a VIP access to the artist or artists. Um, those seem to do or could be doing very well over the next few years because experiences, as we all know, for the last few years, we were all in quarantine. 
a lot of people are looking for good experiences to generate some really great memories after a really tough two years. What do you think about NFTs and experience type of activity? Yeah, I think uh, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. And and I don't claim to be sort of the foremost expert on NFTs. I mean, most of us have been collecting for a year or two, uh, some of you a little bit longer. But uh, I agree that there's definitely value in real life experiences and, and sort of that physical utility. Uh, I do think it's a little bit harder to scale, right? Like when you're doing, uh, whether it's like sort of like autographs or uh, in-person events, things like that, you, you have that physical limitation in terms of what you can offer. Uh, but at least in the, in the cases of like Ethereum and even some of the sporting leagues, it's definitely uh, proved to be valuable. Um, but I do think that there'll there'll be more of an emphasis in the future uh, on sort of digital utility, right? Like in terms of gaming or, or others. Uh, and usually those kind of functionalities, when you think about like building a game or, or, or digital experiences or, or metaverse interfaces, they take, you know, five, eight years to build. If you think about like the Fortnites or like the Halo Infinite of the world where they take years to develop. And so uh, I think right now, if you're, if you're creating a project and you're, even if you're like a big brand or a big artist, uh, it's an easy way to sort of give people tangible value that they can point to uh, for, for owning a token. Uh, but I, I would almost expect there to be sort of a shift in terms of like digital utility, meaning more. Um, I think Moonbirds is a great example of that, where they're sort of building this social application where you need a token to, to be involved. Uh, and then have that kind of sense of community and, and that exclusive access um, that I guess in the past, you know, if you think of like, um, uh, like Board API Club and other ones where uh, th- it was more driven off of like physical access to, uh, to events uh, or merchandise, um, things of that nature. So what I'd like to finish up with is obviously you and the team have been very busy uh, over the course of the last few months. And obviously there will be some news coming up soon about some great things that have happened there over the last few months. In terms of roadmap, uh, when people you know listen in, they always like to get a sense of what they should or what they could expect to happen or experience with the project over the next six to 12 months. So could you give us a little bit of a roadmap for the next, you know, say three, six, uh, nine months from what we should expect from you guys? Sure. Yeah. And I think we touched a little bit on, on the social trading piece. Uh, but outside of that, uh, one thing that we're super excited to announce is that we've sk- sort of scaled into Ethereum. We've added 800 projects uh, this week and we'll continue to add uh, the top volume uh, projects across that more heavily traded uh, NFT collections. Um, so we'll be a great resource for people, not just on Flow like we have in the past, but also on Ethereum. Uh, and then going forward, I think we're adding LuxRare Marketplace tonight. So we'll be a better resource for you finding the best deals, uh, not just for your tokens in terms of like what collection they're a part of, but at the trait level. Like if you have, um, let's say like a Moonbird uh, and it has, I don't know, uh, like like uh, gold feathers, you'll be able to go and see across multiple exchanges, what is your asset selling for? So I think we'll be the leader in terms of individual NFT research and, and, and being able to price that. Uh, and then portfolio management as well, where you can get a good view of your portfolio uh, across multiple chains uh, for all of the major Ethereum and Flow NFT collections, uh, really valuing it at a, at a, uh, a fair and, and uh detailed level um, compared to other sites where you could see just the project floor or information from a single marketplace. That is awesome news. Um, So as I said, again, Christian, what we'll do is obviously what we do is that we'll provide links to uh, evaluate markets so that everyone could check it out. Um, And having that roadmap and some of the things that we should start to anticipate is incredibly exciting. As I said in the onset, 
that the world of NFT is, is obviously garnered a lot of attention over the last year. Um, people are always trying to find out where they can get great collections. But beyond that, you also want to have an understanding of what you're actually buying and what the what the real fair value of that is. Uh, and then when you're starting to build a portfolio of those uh, assets, you want to be able to maintain them in a place where you can obviously keep track of everything that's happening. So it's fantastic to see what you guys have been doing there. We're really excited about it. And uh, Christian, I thank you for joining us on Baselayer and uh, we'll be catching up with you in a few months. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, David. Thanks for listening in to Baselayer. If you like the show and all the different guests that we've brought on, please give a like and subscribe on Apple or Spotify or wherever you do listen to the podcast. Also, if you want to have a conversation or reach out to me, you can reach me out on Twitter at David J. Nage. And let's talk there. Or also you can find me on LinkedIn. And I look forward to having great conversations with you all about digital assets.